Hello, this podcast is called True Crime Nightmare. This episode is episode 22 and it looks at the solved case of the two schoolboys who were murdered in 1995 while they were fishing in Eastham, which is near Liverpool in northwest England. Robert G, who was known to his family and many friends as Robbie, was 12 years old and his friend Paul Barker was 13 years old when they were both brutally murdered. The day in question was a Saturday at the end of July in 1995. The two boys had gone fishing for the day at the local ponds near to their homes. The place that they went to was known locally as East Dam Rake and was very popular with local residents. Robbie G lived with his parents, Leonard and Catherine G, and he was an only child. The family lived in Darleydale Drive in Eastham. Paul Barker also lived with his parents, as well as his younger sister Hannah, who was only 11 years old at the time her brother was murdered. The Barker family lived nearby in Haygarth Road. The two boys had known each other for some time. They had met at primary school and had become best friends. Robbie and Paul both attended South Wirral High School at East Ham and they were also in the same class. Both Robbie and Paul were considered by many people who knew them to be very nice and not at all cheeky. They were also inseparable and shared many of the same hobbies. On the day that they were both brutally murdered, they had cycled to the pond that they had intended to fish at. The pond that they had chosen was known locally as the Carpies and it was located quite close to the M53 motorway. Robert G and Paul Barker had with them at the time their fishing equipment which was in a green haversack. They were also both riding mountain bikes. The two boys were also carrying their fishing rods. It was later discovered that the boys had made it to the pond because when the searches happened later on, their equipment was discovered all set up and ready for them to fish. The boys were both due back at their respective homes at about 5.30 that evening. When Robbie and Paul both failed to show up, their fathers decided to go and look for them to see what had held them up. The fathers just thought that the boys had simply lost track of time. However, the boys could not be found, so they decided to report their missing to the police. Both families had stated that it was out of character for their children to just go off somewhere, especially leaving their bikes and their fishing equipment behind at the pond, as was discovered later on during the initial police search. Once the police had been notified they began another search for the missing friends they discovered their possessions at the pond and the equipment was set up ready but they did not find the boys that evening unfortunately when the police searched again the next morning they discovered the bodies of the missing boys robbie g's body was found first he had been discovered amongst some trees He had been stabbed multiple times. A few hours later, the police discovered Paul Barker's body. Paul was found at another pond on the bank. This pond was about 500 yards from where the boys had been fishing the day before. Later on at the press conference, the police informed the public about the discovery of Robbie and Paul's bodies. The police told the public and press about the area which they where the bodies were found 
the bodies had been discovered in an area that was vast and had many trees and shrubs as well as many lakes and ponds. Neither body had been hidden. The police later reported that there were signs that the clothes on the victims' bodies had been disturbed, but they could not link the murders to a sexual motive until later when a suspect was questioned. The police stated that they were keeping an open mind as to the motive behind the double murder. Robert G and Paul Barker were both known to be happy, pleasant, well-behaved boys. Robbie enjoyed playing football for the local school teams. Robbie supported Liverpool as well as Tranmere Rovers, both fairly local teams. Paul liked to listen to Phil Collins and his favourite song was called Every Day. Paul had attended a Phil Collins concert recently, which he had been really happy about and had enjoyed. Both schoolboys enjoyed fishing as well as riding their mountain bikes. The funeral was held at the end of August 1995, just under a month after their bodies had been found. The local communities all came together, united to pay their final respects to Robbie G and Paul Barker, who had been so young when they had been ruthlessly murdered by a maniac. Their joint funeral was held at the St David's Church in East Ham. East Ham is just across the river from Liverpool in the northwest of England. Liverpool is a maritime city where the River Mersey meets the Irish Sea. It's also the hometown of the Beatles. East Ham is only 10 miles from Liverpool. One of Robbie G's heroes, footballer John Aldridge, was one of the mourners at his funeral. The footballer had been deeply touched by the murders of the two boys. The number nine jersey of another of Robbie's heroes, Ian Rush, was among the items which adorned the altar during the service. The altar also had a collection of orange, yellow and cream flowers. Shops in the local community were closed on the day of the funeral out of respect to the boys and their families and their many friends. The two hearses were side by side as they approached the church. On the way to the church, the hearses had paused outside South Wirral High School where the boys should have been about to resume their studies after their long summer break. The popular and well-known Liverpool football club anthem, You'll Never Walk Alone, was played at the funeral, as was Every Day by Phil Collins. Shortly after the bodies of the two friends had been discovered and a police murder investigation was set up, a suspect was discovered in the form of a local man called Stephen Heaney. Stephen Heaney was, at the time, 37 years old and considered to be a loner. He still lived at home with his parents. He was quickly picked up by the police and questioned in connection with Robbie and Paul's murder. He initially denied having any involvement, but a short time later he did admit to killing the boys. Stephen Heaney lived in the same town, East Ham, as the boys had lived. Stephen Heaney worked in a factory at the time of his arrest. As the investigation continued, Stephen Heaney was also questioned in relation to a prior incident that had happened in 1990. The young Two young boys had been sexually assaulted by an unknown man. The attacks had happened while the two boys had been fishing. This second case had happened in St Anne's in Lancashire in 1990. Lancashire is under 40 miles away from East Ham where Robbie G and Paul Barker were murdered just a few years later. Stephen Heaney had also been a 
army cadet instructor, but there was no hint of any wrongdoing at the time, by all accounts. The murder trial took place in May 1996, ten months after the horrendous murders had taken place. The judges recorded later saying that Stephen Heaney would likely continue to pose a risk to the public if releasing him was ever considered in the future. He was given a life sentence for the murders of Robbie G and Paul Barker. Both boys had been strangled and also stabbed multiple times. Evidence came to light at the murder trial that Stephen Heaney had tried to befriend children in the local area and had given, even tried to take them back to his house. He had approached two 13-year-old boys and told them about some badgers that he had discovered living nearby and had arranged to meet the boys later in the week. However, when the two boys met up again with Stephen Heaney, they had brought a 12-year-old girl along as well. In the end, the plans fell through and the children decided not to get in the car with Stephen and nothing more came of it. Stephen Heaney admitted killing both Robbie G and Paul Barker. Evidence shown at the trial included the fact that both boys had been found with their trousers down and their shirts up and both had baseball caps covering their eyes. It also transpired that shortly after Stephen Heaney had murdered Robbie and Paul, he went to his local pub for a drink as though it was just a typical day. The court hearing was only a formality because the killer had already pleaded guilty to both murders. None of the parents felt able to attend court and transcripts were sent to them later on. One of the police liaison officers commented that the parents' lives had been devastated by what had happened. The trial was held at Liverpool Crown Court. Stephen Heaney told the court that the first boy to die was Paul Barker. He had been battered with a mallet and strangled with some fishing line before being stabbed nine times. Robbie died shortly afterwards. He was strangled and then stabbed ten times. Stephen Hinley explained that he had dumped the knife that he had used to stab both boys. It was a four-inch fishing knife. He also dumped the fish, fishing wire and the mallet. He had dumped all of the items on wasteland opposite the railway station at Spittal, not far from where the murders had taken place. The items were all later recovered by the police. Stephen Heaney had lived with his parents, but they were totally unaware of what had happened. On the day that the police were out searching, they had also used a helicopter which had flown over the Heaney's house. Stephen Heaney told his parents that it was probably because an armed robbery had taken place. The elderly couple did not know about the missing boys at this stage, so were none the wiser. When the local police had called round to a house opposite the Heaney's to ask if anyone had any information, Stephen Heaney went over to brazenly offer his help in the search. The boys' bodies had not been discovered at this point. It also came out that Stephen Heaney also went back to his local pub after the bodies had been found and joined in with the outrage from the locals about the maniac who was still unknown to to the police at this point that had murdered the two boys and what they would like to do to to the person 
The following day, the police became suspicious of Stephen Heaney and arrested him. Although he had a clean police record, he had very quickly become a prime suspect in the case. Thankfully, this case was resolved quickly and the person responsible was in custody within 24 hours of the bodies of both Robbie and Paul being discovered. Because Stephen's Stephen Heaney admitted his guilt, there was no need for a long drawn out trial either. Although he had been unknown to the police before he carried out the murders, Stephen Heaney was undoubtedly unravelling. He was trying to meet up with young children, mainly boys, but not always. It has been reported that he had approached a young girl of about 12 years of age and asked her to take her top off, but when he tried to grab her, she managed to get away by running off. Hopefully, he will never be released from prison. His victim's family and friends were all devastated by what had happened to Robbie and Paul. The small town will never forget the innocent victims of such a senseless, brutal attack. The boys were only doing what they loved fishing. It was also the school summer holidays, a time to relax and to enjoy life. Thanks for listening. The credits for this episode go to www.heraldscotland.com and www.independent.co.uk. Thank you very much.